Jyotish is the study of light, of how the outside mirrors what is inside the human being, and how as we evolve in our consciousness, the reality outside begins to reflect that and change. Welcome to the Healer Dealer Podcast. This is an invitation to be inspired, get curious, expand and empower your own gifts through conversations with the modern healers of our time. The only way to heal ourselves is to deal with it. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zaloki. So excited you're here. Let's get started. I have with me Mamta Landerman, who herself is a goddess <laughs> and an incredibly grounded, loving presence who is specialized in Ayurveda and as well as Vedic astrology. So I'm going to jump ahead just for a second because right before we started recording, we got started really diving into Hindu goddesses, which okay. I'm very interested about. So my question is, which I can edit this out later if it doesn't connect, is there a connection with the Hindu goddesses and Vedic astrology? Absolutely. Okay, I, I love this. This is very <laughs> exciting to me. Well, so can we start from the beginning of like, <laughs> what is Vedic astrology? Sure. What is, you know, Vedic astrology is a term that was coined here just to talk to Westerners, but the real word for Vedic astrology is Jyotish. And Jyotish comes from the word Jyoti, which means light. And Jyotish is the study of light. So when we're talking about light, uh, what kind of light are we talking about? You know, there is sunlight. There is all this reflected light. You know, we see objects over here because of light, correct? The moon, we see the moon because it's reflected light. But the sun emanates light from itself. It's a source. And the human being also has when they raise their consciousness, they get a light that comes present to them. And as this light grows, it becomes radiant light. That is light coming from within, from your insights, from uh, your being in touch with the light within you and emanating it out. And so Jyotish is the study of light, of how the outside mirrors what is inside the human being and how as we evolve in our consciousness the reality outside begins to reflect that and change and we have a relationship within ourselves to <clears throat> the forces that are out in the universe it's an interactive relationship in fact the human being is taken as something uh, as the universe folded inside out within the human being so all of the universe is within us folded within and as we work and we tap into these things some parts of us are conscious some parts of us are active some parts of us are unconscious or passive and so everything exists in three different levels in the vedic um in Vedic knowledge, you know, they talk of consciousness, of things existing in a state of activity and things existing in unconsciousness or latency. And the planets in Vedic astrology reflect these forces within us. So we're really talking about an interactive relationship between the human being and the forces around uh, with the gravitational forces of the planets. They really have an effect on us. 
Wow, that was really beautiful explanation. <laughs> so when you're talking about the light within us, uh-huh. how does that relate to, and you can call me out if this completely has nothing related with it, but the deva, because isn't that a light source? Yes. The word deva, you know, usually is translated as gods. You know, Hindus have millions of gods and goddesses, as they say. But really, the word is deva, which, is, you know, deva means a lamp, light, a source of light. And deva is the intelligence of that light. When you look at the sun, every ray has a certain frequency and a particular way of behaving. You know, you have, even when we talk of the rainbow colors, broad spectrum, you know, seven colors, and then you have the infrared, which turns to heat, and each color behaves in a certain way. In fact, the seven planets embody these different colors, you know, of the spectrum, so that the intelligence given to the human being and what is reflected is in the full spectrum. The possibilities are within the full spectrum. And devas are the intelligence within a particular ray. So in India, what it is, is you'll pray to a person, let's say you love beauty, you know, then you will pray to the shakti or the power of beauty, which is the feminine component, which is called a devi. And you will pray to Lakshmi, who's the goddess of beauty, or in the Greeks, they would think of Venus, you know, as the goddess of beauty. If you want truth, then you pray for truth. So whatever is sacred to you, you invoke those frequencies and that light to invoke. Wow. So you do readings for people, for yeah. Vedic, but I'm saying it wrong. It's actually Jodit, Jodish? Jotish. Jotish. Yes. So I would say Jodish reading. Yeah, but people have a but hard Vedic time remembering okay. it. Yeah, Vedic astrology Vedic is, the, is, okay is to an say. easier term to refer okay. to. Are you okay it. if I say that? I'm fine with it. Okay, so for Vedic astrology, if someone gets a reading, I know because I've done a reading with you, uh-huh. and one of the things that was really challenging for me at first to wrap my conscious mind around was how the signs that I really associate myself with were completely different in Vedic. Well, okay, so that has to do with a very technical thing. Yeah. And the technical thing is there are two ways of drawing a chart. One is called a tropical chart and one is called a sidereal chart. And so the tropical chart follows the solar movements, you know, so that you go through spring, summer, autumn, and uh, winter, and the equinoxes and the solstices. And that's called the tropical chart. Western astrology follows that, so that every year when it's the spring equinox, they take it as that is Aries. The sidereal chart is drawn with saying it follows the stars that are behind, okay, how do I explain this without being visual? (laughs) No, I'm visualizing it. This is a great explanation. When you're on Earth and you look out at the 
sky, you're going to see that there are a whole bunch of stars that are relatively constant and the planets move along a certain belt, which we call the zodiacal belt. So all the planets may go a little north, a little south, and they're going around, perceived from the Earth, but they're going around within a certain belt. So what they did was they divided this belt into 12 parts, and those become the signs of the zodiac, Aries, Taurus, etc., the 12 signs. And they take... when at the spring equinox is Aries, and that's the tropical, that's where it starts, the, uh, the whole sequence of the zodiac starts. In the sidereal, they say that actually it, it moves when the sun comes back in 365 days, it's actually moved a little bit, you know, and in 2,000 years, it'll move a little more and more and more. And so really where it is now is different from how it is perceived in the tropical chart. Oh. And that's called the sidereal chart. Oh, that's so what we find is that it's actually moved 22 degrees. I mean, this is all technical stuff, no, but, but it, I just wanted to know. No, this is very so, helpful because uh, that just your explanation of the difference between the two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so let me tell you, the difference is that a lot of times, like you, people will come and say, wait, but I always thought I'm a Virgo and now you're saying I'm a Leo. How can that work? Well, first of all, the Vedic way of looking at Leo is a little bit different, even though a lot of the symbols are the same. And uh, you have to understand that in Western astrology, people tend to say, oh, I'm, this is my sun sign, and then they define themselves by their sun sign. But you have nine planets that are affecting you at any different, any given moment. So it may be that you are a Leo sun sign, but you may have Mercury in Virgo. And so you'll still show Virgo qualities just in a different way. It's interesting, because I, when I did my session with you, yeah. so in tropi- Tropical... Uh-huh. I am an Aries sun, a Cancer moon, and Libra rising. Uh-huh. And then when I did my reading with you, I found out it, it is uh, Pisces. Yes, you moved. I moved. And I got this. really messed in my head for a second. Yes. But then if I think about it, it's like, my, if, if, if... Did the reading make sense to you? It though? did because, you know, I had to get out of my own way of being like, that's not what I associate with. Yeah. But, like, you know, to be told, like, Pisces, I mean, my... Even in tropic, it's like I'm a cancer moon. Like, I'm highly sensitive. Like, I have a lot of energy. But there's sometimes there are traits that are associated with Aries that I don't associate with. I think the only thing is, like, the pioneering spirit and that sort of thing. But I'm, like, super empathic and highly, highly sensitive. Um, And, uh, yeah, so that part was very interesting. And also, in... I keep saying tropic, tropical, right? Western. 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 I, you know, my son is in the house of Virgo. Mm -hmm. So even, so I can see, like, I also get along with Virgos. And I find the things that other people would find, like, a little, like, 
you know, neurotic, like, like, I'm like, oh, like, that totally makes sense. Um, I could see how they, like, flip-flopped the, my connections with so, them. But they still connected, but in a different way. Yeah, it, it is. It is in a different way. And Vedic astrology looks at a lot of different kinds of things in many different ways. There are charts and there are subcharts and there are time periods that you create charts with. So it's very layered and very complicated. But also you want to be aware that when you're looking at... That, uh, you know, people tend to go, I'm Virgo, I'm Taurus, I'm Scorpio, or ooh, you're this, please, I don't get along with these people. You know, we tend to put people in boxes of these zodiacal Are you talking signs? about human loving to put people in boxes? <laughs> Never! Um, and what we have to be aware of is that you always want to talk in terms of you have an Aries rising. You have, not you are Aries, because you are a human being with free unlimited <laughs> potential and free will. And that is what makes you special, is that you have free will and the ability to choose. So the natal chart, which is what you read when you first get a reading, it basically is like a snapshot of your karmic bank. You know, like what have you come? Yeah, it's like what have you come this lifetime? What's in your bank? How much? How many skills do you have that you're going to share and grow? And what are the lessons you've come to learn? Where do you have ignorance or not enough information? And you're going to hit challenges and you're going to learn. So a chart is not really just saying this is what's going to happen and this is how it's going to be, it really is a snapshot of what's possible for you this lifetime and how you can grow and at which time, just like we know that, you know, the... um, you know, I have blueberries, I have a blueberry farm, and so I know blueberries come in the summer. You know, that's when it's going to fruit, and you're not going to prune it at that time. You know, and at the same time, you're not going to, if you're expecting fruit when it's winter, uh, you're going to be very disappointed. That's the time to prune, that's the time to clean up, that's the time to rest. I do have a question about something we touched on. I think I would love to talk about karma and dharma because I feel a lot of people throw that word around karma, 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 but like, can, I don't know that it's being used properly all the time. Mm-hmm. Would you mind explaining what you? what that means to you okay it's basically newton's law you know every action has an equal uh, opposite reaction so what is karma karma means action that's all it means action if you do an action there is going to be a repercussion it doesn't matter if if i have a ball and i release it it'll have a repercussion. Either I throw it and it'll go at the velocity I throw it, or if I want to bounce it against a wall, it'll come back to me at the same velocity that I threw it at. Or if I just release it, it'll go down. You know, But it is going to have a reaction that is completely related to my action and how I do it. So karma basically means that your actions are the vibrations of how you released your actions are coming back at you so in the chart related to the chart that is that karmic bank is visible visible as far as what actions we took in a previous lifetime that in this lifetime we're working with as our like own history yes not only as history but as your skill 
You as know? a skill. Okay. Yeah, I mean, any vocation, you go to school, you learn, right? At the end of the school, you're much wiser, and you can use that skill. So you've been through school in a previous life, you know, the school of life, and so this time you've come with certain skills. Now, when you look, for example, I'll give you a very practical idea. When you look at the rising sign of a person, you take a look at that, and that gives you an idea of what are the tendencies that this person has, what is their discernment like, can they discern or are they delusional where are they placed you know um sorry <laughs> okay and um if you look at the moon it gives you an idea of what is the mental stability of this person not just as an illness but what is their emotional life like you know what are their tendencies like is it if it is in say in capricorn they're going to be a very hard-working kind of a person you know getting in there if it's going to be in taurus they're probably going to be feeling very special because moon is exalted in taurus and um, in taurus they just have a sense of being uh, of accomplishing of the public of being the mother of taking care of people so you are born it's not an accident what moment you were born because in that moment is the right moment for you to take birth so that your your karma blossoms this lifetime okay and then as you take on different things you can see in a vedic chart at what time there will be a special time for the moon, and the moon is going to start to um, dominate in your chart. So all the themes relating to the moon in your chart are going to come up. Now, if it's negatively placed, and you know that, and that period is coming up, you can use that knowledge to be prepared for that and to better deal with that. So if you're going to start a business and you're going through a moon period, let's say, and that is definitely a place that is showing loss, then it's better not to start the business at that time. It's better to go into a place of reinventing your own emotional um, taking a temperature of your emotional standing and working on that. Do you find um, culturally, like outside the U.S., that, you know, in India, that a majority of people really, I mean, I think in Western astrology, some people, you know, take it seriously, and then there's a majority that kind of are flippant about it. But the way you're describing it, does it feel like in India that it's taken more to heart, like any big life decisions is really based upon... My. working with the weather <laughs> oh, absolutely now i want you to know that people who come for vedic astrology readings first of all they're usually serious people you know uh, the only way western astrology is taken frivolously is when you read it in the sunday paper oh absolutely but, I, yeah but yeah uh, the ones that go for it are a they re they believe that there's something more outside of us than just us and how can we work with what is happening because a lot of times when do people come for readings when they're feeling overtaken by the forces acting on them you know they've they're feeling overwhelmed by the circumstances and is there a way out or what is happening i've done everything this is outside of my ability what is happening and how can I deal with it usually that's when they come oh I just reading. love uh, I'm just greedy for information <laughs> like I just even yeah. in western astrology which I love and I feel that alone is it's 
I feel like all, it's like another it language. Works. It works. It works. It's another language. But it like is. then I was like, I'm like, oh. And then in Vedic, I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. It's totally yes. different. And to like, it's just, it's very interesting. Um, so I love it. Let me tell you, you know, in answering the question, like in India, how do they approach it? They're very aware with this. So anytime they're going to embark on anything big, they will go to a Jyotishi. What kinds of things? If you're moving into a new house, okay, the time when you light your stove in a house is considered the time when you actually move into the house. And they will get a proper time of when to do that. Wow. When they have kids, they really believe that the vibrations of a person's name uh, really affect a person, you know? That, I mean, I, you can be fast asleep and I say your name and you will wake up, right? That vibration is you. It's so strong. So they don't take that lightly. They will have a Jyotishi, who's a Jyotish practitioner, look at the chart, find the right sound, and name the child with that sound. Wow. Not alphabet, sound. Because, you know, you say F, F is a F, it begins with a vowel, but the sound is F, so the person would need to be called like Fiona or Francis. That's a F sound. That Wait, I'm a little, okay, I love this, but I got a little lost for a second. So where'd the sound come from if you're naming a child? Like, is that based upon? The sound is connected to the various um, um, constellations. So when the so when a baby is born, mm-hmm. you look at you look at the baby's chart of when the baby's born. So the baby's mm-hmm. not named yet. No, you look I at when the baby's name born. my child. Usually they name the child after about twelve days, and and meanwhile they're drawing out the chart and finding out the vibration. And until then they're just baby or baba. <laughs> I love that. I've had this discussion with some friends um, with their babies because it's like I you know we like to. Obviously, everybody should do what feels good to them. But I always thought it was very interesting when my friends um, would wait. They were like, oh, well, I don't know the personality of my baby yet. I want to see, you know, my baby be born and look at this child and then decide, like, oh, this is your name. Yes. And when they name the child, it's done in a very big ceremony at home. Everybody comes. It's like a christening, like you have christening over here. It's like that. People come and they have a puja which is a sacred ceremony where they recognize that basically the content of it is thank you for gracing our family, the spirit that has come in to be in this family. And for the journey of this life, we will recognize you by such and such name. Oh, I love that. I love the the ritual around that. And you recognize that this is a soul. This is an eternal soul, and they're stopping by for a lifetime with you. I love that. So how long have you been a Jyotishi? Jyotishi. Jyotishi. Hello, (laughs) white lady, trying to say stuff. (laughs) Jyotishi. How long have you been a Jyotishi? Since... um, 2001. What like sparked you into being like, I need to go all in on this? Oh my God. Uh, this is like a Lala story. A Lala story? <laughs> but I'll tell you, um, I was actually, I was already doing Ayurveda. I'm an Ayurveda practitioner, which is the health uh, discipline from India of mind body medicine. And I was actually. Uh, in the shower and I felt this white ray coming into me and 
I'm going, what is going on? And then I felt a red ray and I'm going, what is this? And with it came the information of uh, this is Saturn and this is Mars. And I'm going, and actually Saturn is not related to white, you know, but, but that's what I got. And um, I'm going, what? Jyotish now? I'm already doing Ayurveda. <laughs> and just then that, within the next week or two, um, this teacher came into town, hard to fall, and I immediately knew I had to study it. And I joined this class and the rest is history. I love that. Yeah. So if somebody is listening and they're like, that fascinates me, I want to deep dive into this, uh-huh. um, you know, they can, how, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Well, um, do you want me to give up? They can go to mantalanderman.com. Oh, great. M-A-M-T-A-L-A-N-D-E-R-M-A-N.com. So they can go there and contact me through my website. Oh, that's great. And it, they don't have to see you in person for... For Jyotish readings, no. If okay. I was doing Ayurveda, I would like to see them in person. Could they... But Jyotish reading, what I need is their place of birth, time of birth, and date of birth. And I can do it over Skype or on FaceTime okay. or on the phone. Oh, that's great. It's usually about an hour long. Um, yeah. I What I loved is, um, and I'll do the list in show notes so people can connect with you. Okay. Um, what I loved when I did my session with you is, um, is it felt like a story. Huh. It felt like more like story time to me yeah. than like these like labels of these different aspects of myself yes. which I thought was very interesting you know it's interesting you put it that way because that is what we are doing is we our story is not written people think oh you know if you do astrology it's like this is your destiny this is how you have to do it no this is what is the potential you know and yes if you have some very strong karma some of those results will happen but if you're prepared for it and you do some counter things that's the other thing Jyotish provides is certain remedies to, you know, tonify that. Well, what heavy I loved karma. too when I did my session with you is um, I honestly didn't feel as connected to it until a little bit later. Yeah. Like it wasn't. Because it was so different from it what It was you so different, expecting. and it took me a while to get out of my head of yes. being associated with this and this and this side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so after, you know, some a little bit of time went by and I like got over myself, um, <laughs> I was like, it was interesting because it was just another interpretation. It's like I'm still the same person. Yeah. It's just a different interpretation of that. Yeah. Um, so that was very enlightening uh, to me. Yeah. Um, you know, because you come with a certain potential, which is your birth chart tells you. But then it also looks on and tells you in what period which part of your karma will manifest. Okay. And so what will happen? And then not happen like this is going to happen, but like it's your career that is going to start to unravel or your relationship side or your home side or be careful about the financial side during this period because you can see that time plays a very important part in Jyotish. And then the other thing you're always looking at is where are the planets today affecting? How is it affecting your chart? It's interesting because I I really do like looking, you know what, more so because I I try not to be too controlling over my actions, obviously, because that could get exhausting, but it does bring me comfort 
when I'm experiencing different things or I feel very strongly about certain things or certain things are more triggering or more sensitive to see what's going on. And then it's like, oh, totally. It makes (laughs) sense. And then, uh, you know, I often will, you know, speaking of karma, if something um, is like super triggering by like a stranger or something, I'm like, oh, that's not me. That's just past life stuff. <laughs> it's a nice language to have. It makes it a little lighter. You know, it does make it. You know, a, a so it's lighter. interesting. It's like we want to dive deep and like learn more about ourselves, but we also, I think sometimes, I mean, even me, like people meet me and they think I'm like super playful and like, but it's like I, I'm like. I want to deep dive with you. I want to like get in there. I want to know, but sometimes that can get a little serious for me instead of yes. keeping in like a playful attitude about it. Yeah. Um, because I just want to know more. Like I'm like, what's more, more? Yeah. Yeah. We all we all need to totally. You know, we want to know more. And and the thing is, you know, different people have worked on different aspects of their past lives, and sometimes we come to. Um, free up the part of us that has been locked up in a certain game but we don't remember why we came here right so but the family we come in the environment we come into that provides us the same vibration because our soul is stuck in that vibration and then as we transform that and change it we come into a lighter phase i love that oh i also want to point out i love that you got that insight in the shower because I do feel like I sometimes I'm in the shower a little bit too long and I get all these ideas that come to me and the idea for this podcast initially like a couple years ago when it first came to me was when I was doing dishes well like literally the water like I was just going to say yeah and you mentioned, you know, all your Pisces and your Cancer. Yeah. You know, it gets it gets fed with all that water. It's so you funny. Know, what is connectedness? Water allows us to be empathic because we can connect. So the planets that are watery, the signs that are watery, people think in those ways. You know, they feel at home. You you got, get ideas when you're in the shower, you know, but you have a fiery person and they'll feel a little cool and then they're done and they want to get out of there. See, but also though, I do consider, I mean, I'm watery, but like I'm also like hot temper. Uh-huh. But I, like I, the only reason Which why I feel is so- Which is water. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's <laughs> sudden, yeah. Um, but I know I have, well, in Western, I, I wish I had my chart now from when you did it, because I, I knew it was all out there. But, um, you know, in Western, I have, like, Mars and Aries and all that. And But, like, I went surfing this morning at sunrise, and I literally joked with my friend, like, I feel like a little flame that gets to cool off. Yes. Because it's, like, a completely different, yes. like, energetically, a completely, like, diffuses any edge or anything like almost instantaneously it does because you have to balance you know a fire is very healing when it is a candle when it is a stove but when it's a forest fire it's very destructive and we have within us forces that we can unleash it in these different categories so when you have a lot of fire you have to learn how to control it so that it's life-giving and not life taking. And that is the the and it's not necessarily that you go around killing people. I don't mean it that way, but your own life it's like how to not make it self destructive. But use it for like explode, transformation or inspiration. So much that it destroys everybody else around you, you know, or how do you uh, control it such so that you're actually empowering yourself and empowering others. What is something that you wish you were asked about with Vedic astrology? 
I can't answer that question and I'll tell you why. Because when I sit in front of a person, I sit like a blank slate. This is about them. And what I'm looking for is who is the one traveling, not necessarily just what they're asking. Because they don't even know sometimes what to ask. You know, they come thinking, I'm going to find out about blah, blah, you know, my career. But you come and you look at a chart and you go, this person's discernment is in such a way that if they don't shift their viewpoint, no matter what comes their way, they're not going to see it. So it's really a discovery that happens when you're talking with the person and when you look at the chart. So I come looking at the chart with an idea and then the person is there and their forces start to come alive and then you can see that they may come with certain ideas but you've got to navigate to what truly that chart is talking about. How often do you refer back to your own chart? I know my chart. So anytime things are happening or time things are, I mean, I'm in a particular, uh, going through what you call a time period, a planetary period, then you know, okay, I'm here. This is where I need to concentrate now. You know, or yeah, I refer to it all the time. Oh, that's great. What are you excited about right now? With Jyotish or with anything? It can be with anything. What's lighting you up right now? It can be anything. Um, so, I'm going to be 70 this year. Shut the front door. There's like a little Benjamin Button in front of me. I am. And I feel like everything in my life is, I'm closing one door and opening another, and I'm very excited about that. It's, uh, I may move, and uh, I feel like a whole all the things that I have lived and gathered information are now wanting to just bubble out. So I'm very excited about that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to take a second and honor you and thank you for coming on. I really appreciate your, I just, all the words that keep coming to me is this like divine feminine, wise woman, loving, grounded, um, and light like a breeze. Oh, like you have such, such a, sweet a thing loving, sweet lightness to you. It makes people, everybody that you meet, feel safe and seen and loved in in a softness. Thank you so much. So that is thank such you. A sweet thing to say. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, thank you. and I will definitely um, connect everybody with you. Sure. And so if they're wanting to see what their karmic load is <laughs> for this lifetime. <laughs> yes, and. and and, you know, it's not just karmic load, but karmic balance because absolutely. they've come with sh- wanting to share their skills yes, as absolutely. well. You know, and learn in the bargain. I love it. Thank you <laughs> okay. so, so much. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. That's a wrap for today on the Healer Dealer podcast. If you like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review, let me know what you loved about it, and pass along to your family and friends. Thank you so much for being here. Hope to see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.